Welcome to the How Are You Really podcast. This week, I'm here with Sophie, a mental health nursing student, to talk about mental health and being a student in the UK. Would you like to introduce yourself, Sophie? Hello, I'm Sophie. I'm 19 and I'm from Oxford. I'm at my first year, well, finished my first year at university doing mental health nursing and I've got three more years left. Where did your interest in mental health start? I think I've always been aware of mental health. My mum's an occupational therapist, so she's worked in mental health and patient units. I've always kind of been aware of it through that. And then also I've had throughout sixth form and secondary school, I've had friends with some with quite severe mental health issues or kind of I've just been quite aware of it and always been interested and wanted to know more how to help people with mental health problems. And I kind of thought I knew I always wanted to work with people and kind of thought this is the future I want to go into. And I thought mental health does really interest me. And I think because it's it's not as obvious, you can't see it. I think that kind of interested me a bit more as well than more than like um, adult or children's nursing. I was like, I kind of definitely want to go into mental health. So what's been your favourite moment from your first year at uni? I think definitely seeing myself grow. Like you turn up to placement and it's like the first couple of days you're so nervous and stressed. And like, I remember on my last one, like I was too scared to talk to any of the patients or like you kind of ask really awkward questions, you'd be sat there. And then by the end, looking back, it's like, I remember one patient coming to the door and being like, I want to speak to Sophie. And like, we had a really good chat. And it's kind of like nice seeing like you've built a relationship with someone and finally like got good communication skills. Like they'd really open up to you, some of the patients. And you'd be like, oh, like I've reached that point now. And I really enjoyed that. I think that's like my highlight when you've like built a good relationship. You kind of mentioned it before, but why did you choose mental health nursing in particular rather than adult or child? I think I'd find I would have found all of them interesting, but I think. I knew I wanted to work with either adults or children. I knew mental health would give me that option because I could go into CAMS or work with like dementia patients or something. And I think, like I said, because I just think it's not as obvious. Like you have to kind of work your way through and like work on people a bit more than just like if someone's got asthma, you kind of know what to do. You follow the same thing for everyone mostly and then they'll be fine and move on. Whereas I think because you've got mental health for life, like these people just always need help. Or like you could watch someone really change, I think, and like make their life so different. And I think I find that really interesting. You could just stick with people. So I think I like that. And also every person's different. And I like that. So you have to like use your imagination with every person. You can't just go have the same chat with everyone in the room. You have to like tailor it right to them. And I think I really enjoyed that as well. Sounds really personal. So do you find that part really rewarding? Yeah, I do find it really rewarding. Like you'll have a really hard day or you'd be absolutely exhausted. But you're like, I really connected with someone today or I've made someone's day or like my last one, I went on a walk with a patient and I just knew that was the highlight of their day. And I was like, that's a positive. Yeah. So what would you say are your favourite parts of mental health? Mm, I think seeing a change in someone like you've seen them like maybe not leave their room or not have a shower and then you might just they might come to you and be like I was able to shower today I got out of bed or even like small things like someone might go have a meal and you'll be like oh that's so good and it's kind of like because of you or all the other nurses as well you've made that change I think that's really rewarding 
So how do you look after your own mental health while you're studying? Um, I make sure to see friends a lot, like, because if I've got three shifts a week, so I might do a shift Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, on my days off, I always make sure I'm meeting a friend. And then often, like on, because I had to get two buses to m- both my placements, actually, like on the buses home, I'd always call my mum or my friends just to kind of like debrief about my day or just talk about something totally different to have that, like, I think it's hard to come back from a shift straight away and then just block it out. So it's quite, I like to have like a little debrief on the bus and then kind of I get home. And then I just make sure I've always planned stuff with my friends. I find going for walks, listening to music, mainly talking people I find like if I'm having a bad day, writing it down. I have like a little book where I write down like if you ever have any worries and then you have to like rationalize them. And I find that helps as well. But mainly talking to people to be honest. Or swimming, I, um, I've i got into swimming and I do it at uni. So I'd always know like on a Friday night I could go to my swim session and I just block everything out and just go up and down the pool. Is it difficult sometimes seeing people in really hard situations or maybe you can't help as much as you'd like to? I think it definitely is. And it's sometimes weird to go from uni and then just go on to like a ward and it's just such a different environment. And it is hard because you're not thrown in, but you are a little bit like I'd been at uni until Christmas and I'd already been on a placement. I was like, I've only had three months of teaching. Like, I don't know that much. So it definitely is hard. And sometimes you do feel a bit helpless, especially like as a first year. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say because I definitely am still learning. So sometimes you do feel helpless or a bit like in deep water. You're like, oh, I don't know what to do. But then whenever I'm in that situation, I just make sure to go speak to a mentor or speak to another friend who's a student nurse and be like, what would you do in this situation? But sometimes it is hard. And obviously no one's mental health gets better in like a day. Like you see people going through ups and downs or like some patients will be totally fine and then like a week later they'll be really low so that is definitely hard because you can you're like oh they're getting better and that's like oh no they've gone in another dip and I think that is sometimes really hard to see. So how do you pick yourself up after a really hard day at placement? If I'm having a really rubbish day and it's kind of the same like with my other student nurses friends, you definitely form close bonds with them because you'll get a text like I've had an awful day. I need to come see you. And they often get it more than like not saying other friends don't like they always try to. But they obviously have never been in that same situation, whereas your other student nurse friends are. So you can be like, I don't want to talk about it, but I just need to be with someone. So it's often nice to just go debrief your day to them. And they might have been in the exact same situation or like experience something similar. So you can kind of talk about it. Or like make it more positive and then it kind of sets you up for a better day the next day or sometimes I'll just do something totally different and just like go for a walk or go out or something and just take my mind off it and not think about it as well mm. it's really good to share with other people because sometimes it makes you feel like you're not alone in going through yeah most people can relate to you in some way and it might make your bad day seem a little better if you talk to people Mm. and they say that happened but things got better so ultimately everything's going to be all right so what are your top tips for looking after your mind I think number one is definitely talk to people reach out to anyone if you're ever struggling I think talk to friends family teachers whoever like you trust most I would definitely go to I think that helps so much I think writing down your problems also often helps like if you write down all your problems and then try and rationalize it or sometimes you realize they're actually quite small or like you can fix quite easily 
I think definitely walking or exercising. Like, I know everyone says that and everyone's like, oh, and they all say that. But like, it does help if you go for a walk, put your music in and just like you can just zone out and kind of I think that does really help. I always have like my favourite snacks. If I'm having a bad day, you can come back, have your snacks, eat well. I need to work on it, but I think like having a good diet and good fluid, that definitely helps. And just having moments for yourself. But sometimes like I sometimes come back from placement and then we'll see people straight away. And by the end, I'm just exhausted. And sometimes I'm like, I just need like two hours just to lay on my bed and just relax and not feel guilty about doing nothing and just chill and look after yourself as well, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I didn't have a great week last week. And then when I thought about it this week, I thought I can't be surprised I wasn't happy if I wasn't exercising or eating well or giving myself time to rest. So it is really basics that you need to look after and then you will feel a bit better. I've worked on it, but like every morning I try and get up, have a shower, get ready. Because some days I just spend all day in my pyjamas. And then I feel so rubbish by the end. And it's like the little things, like just showering every day, like kind of keeps you going and keeps you feeling good. And you probably wouldn't notice, but once you stop it, you kind of do notice. What would you say to someone thinking about going into mental health nursing? I'd say it's really rewarding. I really enjoy it. And it is really interesting. I think there's definitely like my last two placements I've really enjoyed, but neither of them I've been like, this is the job for me and I think that's okay as well because there's so many areas you can go into in mental health so I'm just like waiting to find my thing and I think it is really cool because I know I want to like go traveling and I know I could travel as a mental health nurse I think I'd say to people like stick with it you might not find your thing straight away but you will eventually and there's so many different things you can do with it and it is just really rewarding and it can be challenging like some days you'll get back and I'll be like it's so hard and like just long and I think it is hard at uni because no one else's course is quite like it a lot of people just have nine to five lectures and they have very normal summer holiday times whereas we'll have like 12 hour shifts and be up at like five in the morning and get back at eight at night so sometimes it is a bit weird but I do really enjoy it and I think you just have to stick with it and it is really rewarding and everyone has kind of those moments where they're like this is the job for me and like they'll have a moment where they're like I've changed that person's kind of life or made it slightly better and I think you just have to keep going for that but I would definitely tell people to go for it and encourage people to do it yeah you mentioned that nursing and other healthcare are different to a typical uni course can that make you feel a bit isolated from your friends that are on a typical course sometimes yeah I definitely think so I think it's the same with like medicine and slightly dentistry like as soon as you have placement it is because people will often like plan stuff and I'll have to be like oh I've got a shift or oh I need an early night I can't go out that night because I've got shift next day or like you kind of want to like be seeing people but sometimes you're just so exhausted it's like I can't go out I need to just lay in bed so it definitely does feel different or like all my flat will be together all day but I'll be at a shift But then you kind of just have to realise, like, it's only three years. This is, like, the job I want to do, so I've just got to stick with it. And I think that's why it's really helpful to have friends on your course, especially in, like, medicine and nursing, because they get it. You're kind of all put in the group chat. When are your shifts this week? We'll find a day we're all free. And they kind of understand as well a bit more and kind of get it if you're, like, I'm too tired to come out. So I think it definitely is important to have friends on your course as well. 
So how do you think mental health stigma could be removed from society? I think definitely there should be more education in schools, even like primary school, if they did assemblies or sessions just on like how to have good mental health or what is mental health. Like you don't need to get really deep in primary school about all the different types of mental health disorders, but that's probably where it's going to start. So you should encourage people to just let's all go for a walk at lunchtime or how can we do things to improve our mental health? And then definitely in sixth form and like secondary school, educate people more on the different mental health disorders. Because I know some people who like know there's something slightly wrong, but don't even know what it is because people don't even know about all the different mental health disorders there are out there. So I think that is really important for education. And in secondary schools, like, uh, I mean, university, they don't really do that much education. They're kind of like, if you're struggling, go here. But there's not much on like, what's going for your mental health kind of these are different mental health disorders this is what they are underneath kind of do you think you might have this I think definitely as well on like tv shows they could like show a bit more mental health and not show it in such like a negative way because often if there's someone like schizophrenia they just portray them as like a crazy whereas that's not the case people like who have schizophrenia very normal they or like they might just have episodes but like in tv shows it's always seen as really negative or like ruins all their relationships and stuff so I think they definitely need to portray it in like a better way or like have more support like known or maybe if they have a mental health disorder in the tv show at the end say if you're struggling with this because they sometimes do that but they should maybe do it a bit more and even like famous people like there's a lot of famous people with mental health problems and perhaps if they like talked more about their mental health issues, it would be seen as a bit more like normal and okay to speak about. But I think some people are just too scared to speak about it or think they'll be judged and stuff. But I think it probably all starts with education in schools because there's not much of it. I definitely agree with primary schools because a lot of people have the opinion that children that age are too young to hear about stuff like that. But they hear about it anyway, from the news, from the radio, from films that they might see their parents or siblings watch. So unless you put in a positive idea about mental health and positive opinions about it, then the only idea of mental health they're going to have is negative. From Yeah. So you need to make sure people are growing up with balanced opinions and knowing about mm. the reality of things yeah definitely and I remember in like primary school being like stressed about exams and sats and stuff like that so small now but like looking back you were but no one ever kind of taught told you how to deal with stress at that age or stuff like that and if you don't know then then you're probably not going to know when you get older as well because there's still people now I know and it's not their fault but because they haven't been educated but like people still will be like what is schizophrenia and stuff and like that's quite big but people still don't know and they're like your son has explained to adults all these different mental health disorders and it's just because they've never received any education but perhaps if they did know then they'd be able to spot people around them or, or like they might have a mental health disorder but they don't know about it so they don't know the signs and symptoms of it so yeah I think it is important and it means they can better support other people as well mm, exactly so what is some advice you'd give to someone struggling right now I'd say reach out to friends, family, or there's so many websites like 
Samaritans you can call if you don't want to speak to anyone you know. There's a lot of numbers or charities like Mind you can go to. I'd say it will get better if you like talk to people, receive help. There's nothing wrong with receiving help and like saying you are struggling because there's a lot of people around you have also struggled. So it's not unusual. And a professional has probably heard people in a similar situation. I wouldn't think I, if a patient ever came to me and said anything unusual, I'd never think, oh, that's weird. I just think, oh, they're obviously really struggling. You'd never judge someone. So no one would judge you if you did go out and reach help or anything like that. So I'd say definitely, that's my number one. I'd definitely speak to people. Or if you're at school, go speak to your counsellor or any teachers you trust, to be honest, you can speak to anyone and anyone should be there for you. So thank you for coming on my podcast today, Sophie. That's okay. I'll be putting links to some of the charities and organisations you mentioned in the description if you decide you want to get help for yourself. Thank you, everyone, and have a lovely week.